loving this morning? Praise you, Father. Just continue in a mode of uh, just an atmosphere of praise. My wife and I just want to share our heart with um, some things that that we've been working with in our southeast region of ministers that we oversee on behalf of the Hagans. This past month, we've had three um, three pastors that passed away, and we're going to pray for all of them. But, but just a couple of days ago, real good friends of ours um, in Siler City, Pastor Mark McKinney. He was just at a, at a restaurant there and just sort of waiting outside for his order. Well, there's a car that avoided a crash, got out of control, and hit the whole crowd. And uh, our friend has passed away. So we're, we are, I told Dee we're going to lift her up in prayer this morning. Will you help us? Father, we just come boldly to the throne of grace with, with um, our minds and our hearts on Dee and, and Matthew and, and the family and Jen. Oh, thank you, Father. And their congregation, their church congregation and how they're processing in the church new life. Father, as we prayed over uh, Dee this morning, we thank you for special extra grace and strength and peace that passes all understanding, rising up strong. Father, I th I'm so thankful that we are filled with the Holy Spirit. And Father, that same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, I ask you to quicken, quicken D, quicken Matthew, quicken the family and the church. Father, may that church family unite behind D and her family. Oh, Father, in Jesus' name, and we just bind any weapon formed against them it will not prosper. Father, we think also about Josh and Anna, uh, pastors uh, here in Burlington, friends of ours that uh, Josh, his mom passed away. Father, same with Josh and Anna and the, and the whole family. God, grace them to go through this season. Strengthen them. When tears flow, Father, Help them to allow the grief process to happen the very way they need to go through it themselves. Not all of us uh, function the same or no wild, wired the same. But Father, I thank you for a healthy grieving process for Dee, for, for Josh, for Anna, for Cindy Black with her husband having passed. Oh, Father, they're in heaven don't want to come back they've tasted and seen in the measure they were here they've tasted but now they've tasted and seen wow the presence of God the glory of God God himself Jesus Christ our Lord innumerable amount of angels and saints of God I thank you that they're being greeted by loved ones and certainly the first person they want to see is Jesus so God, we just thank you and we continually commit them to you as my wife and I are part of helping them through this time. Thank you for gracing us with wisdom and understanding and help, helping them think clearly as they make major decisions. Father, we give you all the glory, all the honor. Come on, let's just praise God for a moment. Father, we just praise you.
Well, I want to just praise God that we're saved today. God, I'm just thankful, no matter what happens in life. I thank you that we know Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, and our last breath on earth will be our first breath in heaven. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you. Thank you. God, you loved the world so much, you gave your only Son. Whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have eternal, everlasting life. Thank you, God. Life. Thank you, Father. Would you just bow your head for a moment? If you're having a difficult time of dealing with grief right now, just raise up your hand. I want to just pray for you. If any of you here are having a difficult time with grief or processing a loved one having gone on to the Lord. All right, well, thank God. In Jesus' name. Oh, there's some hands. I'm sorry. Father, we just pray. I would like our prayers to go. If you just raise your hand, I'd like someone to just, as a point of agreement. Father, we just cover all these families here at Harvest Church. Is there another one, Derek? Father, again, we lift up this congregation. Now, we know you ultimately have carried our pains, our sicknesses, our griefs, and our sorrows. But, Father, there's a natural process that we go through. And, and I pray that all those here and all those we continue to pray for will, will, help, will allow the process to happen. Father, I just continually say, in Jesus' name, be healed in your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. I, I just pray and I thank God for good and restful sleep and for wisdom. And, and, and any negative side of grief, in Jesus' name, I break its power off your life. In Jesus' name, God, thank you for touching all those and all those online today. In Jesus' name, I break the power of of uh, the weight of grief and sorrow in Jesus' name. Oh, God, thank you that you'd help us navigate through every step and every way in times like this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good morning, everybody. I didn't mean to bring such heavy news, but I think it was good that we mentioned put on the garment of praise, right? for the spirit of heaviness, and uh, sometimes we need to do that. So you may be seated. We're going to get right into our teaching this morning, and um, we're going to be talking about reigniting hope, and uh, we're on part number three. We ministered this message to uh, our region of ministers about, gosh, a few weeks ago, and but we broke it down more to minister to our home church and our home body. Man, that's how time flies. It's actually been over a month now <laughs> since we've been with them. And actually, the couple that we mentioned to you um, in Cary, North Carolina, the husband, that was just so tragically, um, thank God we know he's in heaven. But they were with us at our regional 
um, this past month down there in Myrtle Beach. So thank God that we know where he is. And um, if there was ever a day to talk about reigniting our hope, it is for today. And I think if we just focus on that and thank God that we can have that hope, that we have that hope and we get to share that hope with other people. And if we're not careful, guys, that we don't deny that we have that hope and we get to share that hope. Because what the enemy would like for us to do is be so inward focused on what we are going through, what we are facing individually, what we are facing as a family, and we're dismissing what everyone else is going through something too. Everyone else is facing something too. Just simply what we face with two senior pastors within a short period of time in our region or now in heaven. Guys, someone is always going through something. Mm -hmm. And we need not only to be thanking God that he's there to reignite our hope, but even with us going through something to be there for someone else, that we can be there to be encouragers of reigniting someone else's hope. I just hear it on my heart right now. Um, grief comes in many forms. Yeah. And, and I, I would ask you just as a moment of privacy, just to bow your heads in yeah. prayer. If you're here today and you are grieving over a bad decision or something from your past that just seems like you can't, can't overcome, that just came on my heart for somebody. If you just lift up your hand, I'm going to pray for you directly. And right now, just lift up your hand. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If there's other hands. I, I, do, I do want the ladies go over there and let's minister to them. And to the far right. And the far right. Yeah. Meredith. That's good. Just as a point of contact, guys. Thank oh, you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, we just pray. And we support and we stand with all these beautiful people. In the name of Jesus, we command you to be free in Jesus' name. Free from that decision that's in the past. If you've asked God to forgive you, it's covered and cleansed. And and we just thank you, Father, for ministering this to them that even though they did something, it's a brand new day. It's a brand new day in Jesus' name. Father, I break the power of grief and sorrow off their life. And Father, strengthen them to move forward. Strengthen them to come out of that that rut and, and be established on the solid rock of Jesus. And Father, right now, I thank you for pointing out these individual folks here today. God knows what you're going through. God's helping you get through this season. So in Jesus' name, receive his comfort. Receive his peace. Receive the quickening power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, removing the burdens and destroying the yokes in the name of Jesus. And we rebuke any foul spirit that would try to invade you and just uh, try to mess with your mind. Shut up, devil, and get out of here. Oh, thank you. They're forgiven. 
We give you the praise and the honor and the glory for it right now in Jesus' name. Say this with me. I believe. I believe. I receive. I receive. And Father, we thank you for everyone watching online today. Yeah. Father, you see them mm -hmm. right where they are. And Father, we thank you for ministering to every need that they have, whatever their need is that they're reaching out to you for today, God. God, I thank you for meeting them right where they are. God, we thank you. You are a good Father, and God, we thank you for meeting them and their, their mind, their will, and their emotion, whatever they're processing and, and going through today. God, we thank you for your presence right there in their midst, God. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank God we all can cling to the anchor of our hope, which is our Savior. He's a good God. Um, just to refresh what reignite means, it means to begin or cause something, to uh, cause something, to begin or to burn again. Thank God. Let me tell you what, God will never leave you nor forsake you. He's right where we left him. So wherever we've walked away from our relationship with God, all you have to do is just run back to the throne of mercy. Run back to the throne of grace. He's right where we walked away from him. He's never going to leave you. He is a good father. Bible hope is the belief that circumstances in the future will be better because we believe we received when we pray. We every, talked about everyone, that. I'm sorry, babe. Every, yeah. Everyone that's been prayed for this morning, now you expect things to get better. That's right. You expect it. Mm -hmm. You expect it. You expect it online. That's right. You expect it. We're expecting it, right? Yeah. I love that We point. talked about that even at United Prayer on this past Wednesday yeah. night. You take it by faith. When you go to God in prayer and you take him, uh, you take his word to him in prayer, you believe, you receive, you take it by faith. We believe he's a God of his word, right? So when we ask him for something, are we believing we receive or not? Yeah. So we take it by faith. All right, Father, I take it by faith. I believe I receive it when I prayed. So we take it by faith. God, I thank you. It's mine. I personalize it. Father, it's mine. It yeah. belongs to me because you promised me according to your word. Thank God for the word of God so we know his will. Thank God. We are learning how to reignite our belief that God is bringing to pass what we have believed and what we have received by faith. Come on, let's say it together. Amen. Say, God is bringing to pass. God is bringing to pass. Okay, now, we, we need to start saying that a little bit more joyful. Are you, come on now, say it with me. God is bringing to pass. God is bringing to pass. What I have believed, I have received. Thank you for it, God. I have it now. You're watching over your word to perform it. Angels, go. They hearken unto the voice of the word of God in Psalm 10320. Amen. Amen. Romans 15, 13 says in the Passion Translation, Now may God 
the fountain of hope. Oh, he is our fountain of hope. He is who we rely on. He is who we go to every single day. Thank God for our relationship with him. Fill you with overflowing, with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as what? You trust in him. That's who we put our total trust in. We put our trust in what God says. We put our trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his super abundance until you radiate with hope. That's what we should be radiating with. No matter what we are processing in life, no matter what we're going through, that doesn't mean we don't go through things, but go through them with God. Go through them with asking for God's help. Go through them with saying, God, I thank you that you're with me. You'll never leave me nor forsake me. God, I ask you right now to refill me with your Holy Spirit. God, I ask you right now, I yield to you, Father, and I yield to your presence in my life right now. I resist fear. I resist doubt. I resist this thought coming against me, and I take your thoughts. Man, that is huge in our walk every day. Take captive every thought according to the Word of God. Yeah. If it does not line up with the Word of God, man, you better get rid of that thought and replace it with what God says. There are many things in life that will try to kick the hope out of us. That's a normal part of living in a fallen world. Right. That's normal. It's going to come to us all. Life will come to us all. But greater is he that is in us. And he has caused us to walk in victory. Even in the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil. Why? Because he is with us. He is for us. And he will see us through to the other side. One of the things when we were talking to Dee this morning and praying with her, as they will be talking, now, of course, her and the family will be staying at home, but they will be sharing with a congregation. Of course, their leadership knows about the passing of Pastor Mark. But she says, you go and share the word of God and win someone to the Lord today. <laughs> oh, my goodness, guys. What we're doing is for a greater purpose. Mm -hmm. What we are doing is for a greater purpose. Don't let the enemy deceive you or distract you of what's going on. Get your eyes focused on the kingdom of God. And don't let him distract you of, oh, my feelings are hurt, or I wasn't paid attention to, or this isn't meeting my needs in the church, or why don't they have this in the church? Oh, come on. Don't let the enemy divide what God has called together. Yeah. Let's unite more. When, yes. we, when we have the thoughts of the enemy try to come in and divide us, let's let God unite us together that much the more together. 
Oh, man, I have such a fight in me like never before. I have such a grounding and a, a, dog, a bulldog tenacity and fight in me by the Spirit of God. Not in the natural human fleshly fight, but the Spirit of God in me like never before. My Amen. goodness, guys, souls are at stake for the kingdom of God. This life is fleeting and this life is short. But what we do for the kingdom of God will last for eternity. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Find yourself connected. Don't find yourself on an island by yourself. If someone's not reaching out to you, find yourself reaching and connecting yourself. Make it happen. If you're new here and someone hasn't touched you yet, you come and find someone and say, how can I be connected? How can I join a, a group and be involved? How can I in, and get involved in a harvest group? How can I serve? Yeah. Find yourself. Come and be a part of the body of Christ. Don't let the enemy peel you off. We've got too much to do together. Yeah. Let's fight to stay together and not buy into the lie of the enemy. Because you are seen. You are loved. Amen. Let's, oh, there is no, no way okay. we're going to get go, to what go, we thought. Go. Because you know what? I think today, and I'm so glad today is communion. I am so glad today is communion. God never promised us a trouble-free life. But he did promise us to help us through every adversity. Do you want to share some of that, hon? No. Okay. All right. The most common challenges that everyone faces by a psychology clinic this was given was that there's health crisis, workplace issues, friendship, emptiness. You know, life is too short. Listen to this. Life is too short to let loneliness drive you back to familiarity and toxic people. Say that again. Life is too short mm -hmm. to drive you back to familiarity and toxic people. Sometimes it's very uncomfortable to leave what's familiar to find your place in a good, healthy place. To find yourself in a good, healthy um, company. Like Michael was saying today, a good, healthy, godly company. I'm not saying we're perfect because we're not. We're all growing. We're all learning. Yes, we, we, you might see attitudes sometimes, but you know, we're, we're still dealing with this stinking flesh. God, God forbid any of us claim perfection in here, but it's not like we're sinning on purpose. But when we miss it in a, in a bad attitude, I hope we're saying, God, forgive me. I hope we're asking each other for forgiveness when we miss it with a tood. Because I know you have one, because I do at times. And I'm like, God, forgive me. And I'll apologize to others when I need to. But we know that God is the center. And we know that we're wanting to do everything to please God. And we know we're not doing uh, secret sin behind closed doors. Find yourself where there's accountability. Do you know accountability is good for every single one of us? Yeah. When someone's saying, hey, where have you been? Mm -hmm. 
Not all of us like it, but it's good for us. It's healthy for us. We've all been in, in different financial uh, pressure, career pressure, unfair treatment, mental health issues. We've, we're all facing a time like we never have. But you know God knew you would be here for such a time as this? Yeah. Hey, let's not put off these, these biblical, thank God, we, we can read stories. But this is your hour. This is your day. You are the Esther. You are the Joseph. This is your day and this hour to make an impact for this generation. Let's step up. Let's take the responsibility. Let's do what God has called us to do. Man. Let's be there for one another. Let's be there in the harvest group. Let's be there in the mentorship. Let's be there in serving each other in the children's ministry, in the connect team, in the security, in the parking lot, whatever it looks like. It's all of us doing our part together. And listen to this statement. Peter D. Vries, listen to this, made a statement. We are not primarily put on this earth to see through one another, but to see one another through. Amen. You can just keep going on if you want to. Oh. You good? I'm good. Oh. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I just step on back and yield to her. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we need to remember that people need significant amounts of encouragement during these times. It would be good to encourage each other. It's, uh, you, you'd, you'd be um, shocked at how many people, we're, we're in the ministry business, you'd be shocked at how many people don't even uh, honor or appreciate their leaders. And uh, so let's honor one another. But we're just going to get through a little bit more here before we receive communion. Uh, we're, we're trying to start now today is how can we reignite our hope? And these, these answers are going to be very, very um, familiar to you. But let's all challenge each other to do these better. Okay? Deal? Mm. All right. Well, I like this. How do we reignite our hope? Number one, tap into the fountain. There's a fountain flowing today from the word of God and from the presence of God. And these times, you want to be under the spout where the glory comes out. I mean, my wife, you saw the presence of God upon her to help us, to minister to us. Man, I yield to that. You saw the praise team. You saw the spirit of God upon Michael. And, and so God is endeavoring to fill us up today with hope. But the number one is tap into the fountain of hope that comes from God and his word. Tap into the fountain of hope right now. Say with me, God. Say with me, God. I tap in to the fountain of hope. That's in you, that's in your word, that's in your presence, that's quickened to me by the Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you for hope and expectation. Things are getting better. 
every moment in the name of Jesus. W.H. Auden said, in desert, in the desert of the heart, let the healing fountain start. Thank God Jesus is our Savior. Thank God that Jesus is our healer. The word says Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement needful to obtain our peace was upon him. And with Jesus' stripes, what? What's the word say? We are healed. Thank you, Father. I receive more healing from the top of my head to the sole of my feet, inside and out. Every cell in my body is filled with health, life, health, strength. Thank you, God. Thank God. Again, Romans 8.10, I just quoted, said, If Christ is in you, the Spirit is your life because of God's righteousness, but the body is dead because of sin. And if the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you, He will quicken your mortal body. We, we've been um, so involved in pretty intensive um, ministry, and, and I said, God, I need more grace. And when, when uh, we went to bed last night, later than we should, or, but anyway, we said, God, multiply our sleep tonight. Full measure of grace this morning. Full measure of the office we stand in this morning. We're representing you. Bible hope, again, we're tapping into the fountain of hope. Are you, we've received hope. It's happening right now. We're reigniting our hope. And, uh, but Bible hope or hope that comes from God and the fountain of God and his word, this is, this is, and what you're believing God for, it's the absolute certainty that God will do for us what he said he would do. So we're looking forward with expectation and we are anticipating it coming to pass. My mind goes into advertising. <laughs> and I couldn't get this image out of my mind. I didn't have it in my notes. I just said, God, I don't want that note. But anyway, how many remember Heinz ketchup? And the commercials? And what would happen in those commercials? They'd want that ketchup. And there'd be a song saying, anticipation, <laughs> anticipation, all right, are you anticipating, <laughs> thanks choir, uh, just keep singing in the shower, and, and then, but God is bringing to pass, and we are anticipating, we're closer than we've ever been to things coming to pass because we believe we have received and we're expecting. But we can't have that hope if we don't have a consistent walk with God, receiving from the fountain of God. They, I'm telling you, it, it's part of the reason why we assemble. It's part of the reason why we're in the Word every day of the week and we're talking to God and we have good friends. And those of you who were prayed over this morning, go get yourself in a connect group. Boy, there's so many good small groups here. Go to the information table. Get connected with good people. But again, this kind of hope comes from God. So John 15, 7 says, If you abide in me, 
If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Why? Because you're full of the word and you're not going to ask for something that's not going to benefit you. You're so filled with the word, you wouldn't, you're not thinking about asking God for something that maybe you know, a few years ago you might have thought to ask, but you're going to ask things in line with the Word of God. And 1 John 5, 14 says, this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we do what? If we ask anything according to His will, He hears us, and if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we, and whatever we ask, we know that we have by faith the petitions that we have asked of him. So now we have an earnest, intense expectation that God's going to watch over his word to perform it. And we're just going to do what we know to do, thank him. If he gives us some adjustments we need to make or something we need to do, how can I say what I'm getting ready to say? I'm just going to be pastoral for a moment. You ready? You know, I love people quoting the scripture about God meeting your needs in Philippians 4.19 and Malachi chapter 3. But in order for God to in order for God to take care of your needs, you have to do what he said about tithing and giving. And and you know what? If you don't sow seed, there's not going to be any type of harvest. You know, we're not going to receive another offering. Don't get nervous. But no, it's just the truth. And I really need to talk about that maybe next series because we, we want to make sure God is our source because everything else is a resource. And if, if God's our source, you know, we have hope for the future. No matter how crazy things look, our source is who? God. Richard Sib says, the nature of hope is to expect that which faith believes. That which faith has taken. Love that. Th- that which faith has believed, we've received, we've taken it in prayer. So now we expect it to come to pass. G.K. Uh, Chesterton said, hope means expectancy when things are otherwise hopeless. No matter if you felt God moving in your life today, he moved and he is moving. Sometimes you get feelings, but sometimes I, I don't base my walk on God by feelings. I base it on the Word, and I base it on what I know in the Word of God. Nonetheless, our hope is in God. Hope means expectancy when things are otherwise hopeless. The kind of hope that God is the, kind, the God kind of hope is an expectation that God is who he says he is. That he is God of his word. That if we put our faith in him, something good is going to happen in our life. Goodness and mercy are going to follow you all the days of your life. And overtake you in life. And we're going to have to finish up now because we have uh, communion so I said we were going to get through four points. My wife won. She said, you know we're not going to get through four points today. So we're getting one and a half point. Um, but let me, let me um, 
What's our first point, by the way? At least you get to tap into the fountain of hope that comes from God. His word, his presence. I'm so thankful today, and I like this quote from Don Basham says, listen, our hope lies not in the man we put on the moon, but in the man we put on the cross. That's no longer on the cross. He defeated the enemy. He paid the price for our redemption. We've been bought out of sin and the kingdom of darkness. We're now in the kingdom of the Son of God, the kingdom of light. Thank God and Jesus again. Thank you. Thank you for going through hell so we can get through to heaven. Just bow your heads with you. And if you are here today and you're not sure, God forbid, that you would, uh, you know, if you were to die today, do you, do you know for sure you'd go to heaven? If you don't know, I need you to raise your hand right now because I'm getting ready to pray for you. Wherever you are, just lift up your hand right now. This is a private moment between me and you and God. Don't let this time pass you by. Is there anyone here that needs to receive Jesus or, or just make sure you have received Jesus if you have any type of doubt about it? Pray this prayer out loud with me. Say it with me. God, I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I believe he died on the cross for all of my sin. I believe on the third day you raised Jesus from the dead. Jesus, I believe you are alive. I believe you are the Savior of the world. I believe you are Lord. And now I ask you to be my Savior. And I receive you, and I take you as my Savior. And I receive you, and I take you as my Lord. Thank you. I meant that from my heart. And I thank you for making me a whole new person. My past is no longer there because I've become a new creation in Christ Jesus and, and I repent for all the bad stuff I've done in my past. I thank you for wiping that clean by the blood of Jesus and the price you paid, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. We're getting ready to go ahead and, and serve communion. Did everybody get a communion uh, little container there? If you didn't, please raise your hand. else need one? We good? I know you're doing what I'm doing, oh God, please, please help this thing not, please, please help this thing not spray grape juice on my shirt. We're looking at another type of container that might be easier. All right, has everybody got the bread in your hand? Go ahead and get the bread in your, your hand. And what this bread represents is the body of Jesus that was broken for us so we could have peace of mind, healing in our body. Let me quote this scripture and then we'll break bread. Again, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised 
for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with Jesus' stripes, we are healed. Let's break the bread and eat. Jesus, thank you for the price you paid for us. Father God, I'm a father and I can, can't even imagine giving my son on behalf of the lives of so many people. Thank you, God, for loving us that much. The juice represents... Well, just a minute. Father, in Jesus' name, and you can just repeat this with me. Say, in Jesus' name, I believe I receive healing from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. Symptoms you get out of here. In Jesus' name. If you would, just touch your mind. Thank you, God, for peace of mind. Chastisement of our peace was upon I say, peace, be still, in Jesus' name. The juice represents the shed blood of Jesus. Again, what can wash away our sin? What can make us whole again? Yeah, thank God for the blood of Jesus shed. The word says, without the shedding of blood, there'd be no remission of sins. Remission means a wiping out as though it never existed. So in mind of that today, Let's thank God that we're forgiven. Let's drink. Let's all stand, please. One good thing about being a pastor is we'll be back next week to keep going on. Did you receive anything from God today? Let's thank God for that then. Father, thank you for what you did in our lives individually. Thank you for what you've done for the lives of those looking and viewing online. Thank you for the lives of all the churches we represent uh, and, and are being so ministered to this morning. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you that every cell in our bodies are filled with life, health, and strength. Thank you for quickening us today. In Jesus' name.